You ready? Yes, sir. Top, 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 top. Top, 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 top. Top Hill episode zero one, one eight. Eight, man. Kobe eight. Kobe eight. Episode 18. Um, this is Top Hill Podcast. My name is E Money Boss. And I'm Chad Visionaire. And um, this has been a crazy, um, crazy week, crazy month, crazy start of a decade. Definitely. Um, honestly, you start thinking about everything that's going on with the, this short time span. You know, this is supposed to be a decade of everybody looking forward and trying to improve themselves and do great things. Um, you know, but we're facing some obstacles. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, um, as as a people, as a culture, uh, you know, started from World War Three about to happen, from Australia on fire. The twenty twenty is not a good start right now. It's, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's it's yeah fucked yeah. up. Um, first things first, man. Um, yeah, rest of the piece to uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, bear with me, cause it's. It's kind of hard for me to talk about this. Um, I know I don't personally know him, but when somebody of his caliber and somebody who has impacted the culture so much, especially in the um, basketball culture, I mean, it, I mean, it hurts, bro. It really hurts. Like I grew up idolizing him. Like I didn't watch Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. When All I right. grew up, I saw Kobe and AI. Those were my two idols. I even, um, there's this picture I have to show you after the podcast, but I got this picture where I'm dressed just like Kobe, got the bush and everything, oh, wearing yeah. the same number. Yeah, bro. But, um, yeah, man, when I, um, I found out about it, I was doing a photo gig for, um, my brand called DV Style Society. We're not going to talk about that, but, uh, I went, did this photo gig. And my, it, the photo gig was at this pop-up. My friend was doing a pop-up uh, for his clothing brand. And we were just talking. And this girl came out. She's like, did y'all hear about Kobe? And my friend that's doing the pop-up that I did the photo gig for, he's a big Lakers fan. Mm. So she's like, did y'all hear about Kobe? We was just like, nah. She's like, never mind. And she walked away. We was like, that's weird. Like, <clears throat> I just thought that was really weird. And then when I got in the car, and then I saw you, you text me. Mm-hmm. And I was in the car, and this is right after my photo gig. And you text, you said, did you hear what happened with Kobe? You know, he passed away. I was like, nah, I didn't believe it at first. Yeah. And then you text me again. And then I went on my Instagram and my Twitter and just see so many Kobe pictures and posts and stuff. It, it hit hard, bro. I was just like in shock. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, I cried, because I'm not going to say I cried when I first heard about it. You know, I was hurt, but once I found out his daughter was in, was in the helicopter with him, that's what really got me. Um, I can't imagine being in the helicopter with your loved one, especially your child, and there's nothing you could do about it. Like, you can't possibly save her at all. Like, once the helicopter goes down, it's going down. It bursts into flames, pretty much. So just imagine you just looking at your child. All you could do is hold her and say, I love you. And then there was other um, passengers in there as well. Yeah. I believe it was like 
how many people was on there? It was nine people total. Yeah, nine people. I mean, it's it's sad, bro. Like, like I said, I know I don't know him personally or the people. I mean, if you if you're a human and you got a heart, how can you not be sad about this that happened? You know what I'm saying? So, man, rest in peace to Kobe. Um, there's so many good things I could talk about this th- throughout the whole podcast, like yeah. how much he has impacted me. But I do want to say one thing. Um, work ethic is what I get out of Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I compare him to like somebody like Diddy and, and 50, and mm-hmm. people who really are just not lazy at all. They just get up and grind. It's real simple, he says. It's just work for it each and every day like if you really want it. Yeah. So I respect that because there's a lot of talented people on this earth, but there's a lot of talented people that are lazy and just sitting on their gifts. But if you take the initiative to actually push and put in the work, then your your fruit of your labor is going to manifest. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Um, Kobe was a legend um, on and off the court. Um, I, I couldn't believe it either, man. When I saw the news, I, I was happy. I was already on Instagram, and I believe TMZ was the first people to report it. And, um, you know, I didn't want to believe it. I'm like, man, TMZ's not the most reliable source. Yeah. Let me hold off. And They're then, starting to um, irk me because they don't ever have, have their whole source right. Yeah. Because I heard, like, Rick Fox was on a helicopter. Yeah, you know, like, it was leaked that Rick Fox was on there and that his kids passed away. It was leaked that there were five people on the helicopter man. when there was actually nine people on the helicopter. Um, so, I mean, you know, TMZ is not a credible news source. They uh-huh. They have plugs. With I'm sure it was probably a first responder or it had to be like something like a first responder that they have on undercover payroll or something like that where when they get certain information, yeah. then it leaks to them, you know what I mean? And it's just not all the way accurate. Um, I remember when the, the sheriff actually of Calabasas spoke about that and um, was like, you know, never trust your source coming from TMZ. That's kind of ridiculous, you know. We want to wait and make sure that we get all the factual evidence and then that all the professionals... Um, you know, do their job with everything before yeah. releasing just information. Plus, it's sensitive, too. You know what I mean? I've seen so many headlines and stuff like that. It just felt real disgraceful to me. Yeah, like, it, I, just, I think it's sick, bro. Like, yeah. you're just going to not have all this, the facts straight and then just leak out information. They're that doing shit it for clout. They're yeah, doing it for, for they want to post it first so they can get likes and attention. Like, bro, like, we lost a legend, man. Like, let's right. chill chill out. Let's, let's take... And I heard... Uh, his wife and them they didn't even know yet. To, right. When they, they found out from through TMZ. Yeah, like, like exactly. That like is so fucked up. Like, man, media need to get it together. I mean, it's a virus, man. I mean, how do you fix? You can't fix that though. Like, at, at this point, I don't know how you control media and people who are just so, you know, controlled by trying to get information first and not correct. You right. know what I mean? Um. But, you know, obviously, you know, this was a hard loss for the community. Um, he he touched so many people, not only, you know, um, L.A. or the Lakers or NBA, but even outside that, um, you know, thing. I mean, and then also to his daughter and then to the other um, passengers on that plane and their families, man. That's such – it's really tragic. And, um, you know, details are still coming out about – what happened exactly and stuff like that, but to me, I don't really care about none of that. 
Um, yeah. um, I, all I care about is that, you know, um, we lost somebody that's very important. We just need to pay our respects and be as, you know, respectful as possible. And, um, and you know, just continue to uphold his legacy. You know what I mean? Um, I know a lot of people were debating if they should cancel all the NBA games that day. or They should have, man. They no, no, I don't think so. Because um, if Kobe was alive, he would, want them to he would want them to play basketball. You I, know what I mean? I get all that, but when I I, I try to watch an um, NBA game, it was Rockets. I can't remember the other team. But as soon as I turned the game on, I was trying to get my mind. I had to put my phone down because... When I was scrolling through Twitter and Instagram, that's all you see was Kobe and more sad posts. So I was like, let me put my phone down, turn on the TV. I put on the game. And as soon as the game came on, I seen, um, I forgot the NBA player's name. I think it's Tyson. Tyson, Tyson Ch- Chandler. Yeah, I seen him crying on the bench. Mm-hmm. It's just like, at that point, like, you need to... NBA players are human too. Like yeah. they need a day to mentally get themselves together. Like everybody was hurt. Everybody was impacted by COVID. If you played in the NBA, so mm-hmm. I just I really felt like they could have let one day slide, and then maybe the next day would have been good. Because they just found out about that news. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean it's it's tough. It's, it's unfortunate, but you know, unfortunately, the show must go on. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of logistics and stuff that goes into canceling something in less than an hour you know what i mean you gotta yeah. think about the employees that are working there you gotta think about the facility you gotta think about all like literally everything the broadcasting the, you know what i mean like it's just it's it's a lot to just shut down in, in that spur of the moment um and then at the end of the day i i really do truly believe that kobe would want people to not all feel sad and sorry you know what i mean I, he didn't seem like that kind of that kind of person you know what i mean he was very inspiring um, very motivating. Um, there's so much thing that you can learn from um, him as a person and a player um, that that really stood out. So um, I'm gonna leave it at that, man. Um, rest in peace to the legend Kobe Bryant. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, I'm tired of losing legends, man. Yeah, man. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's part of life, and and th- that's the biggest thing that I think that we all can take out of this is that. Um, you know, life is precious, and one thing that we know for sure is that we're all going to die, mm-hmm. but we don't know when we're going to die. Right. So it's it's best to live your your moment right now to the fullest. You know what I mean? Tell tell the people that's close to you that you love them. And yeah, you know I had to I, mean? I had to do that yesterday. Yeah, like, I appreciate no, you, that. You, got, you know, you know, you got my text. Yeah, I appreciate that. I had to text my loved ones, man, because mm-hmm. it's like I hate for it to. Come to a, that. Yeah, come to that, but mm-hmm. this right here, I'm not going to lie, like, it really got me thinking, like, to be honest, I'm going to keep it 100, like, after just thinking about, you know, what happened and everything, I was just, just like, you know, fuck money, mm-hmm. fuck this job, fuck uh, success, uh, your title, like, this fuck everything, but to me... The reason why I say that is just like, man, all that matters in life is your family, your loved ones, the impact. And that's what Kobe, that was another thing Kobe kept stressing. Like, it's not it's not just basketball for him. He was trying to inspire people. He was trying to make people better. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. I wish more people would get that in their brains. 
more than everything else. Like I said, fuck money, fuck the materials, fuck everything you think that's important. The only thing that's important is inspiring people and loving one another. Yeah. And that's what I'm on right now. Yeah, you want to shoot for greatness. You just you don't want to settle for mediocrity. Um, that just remind me of something. I completely forgot about this that happened this week. Um, uh, Ryan Coogler sat down with Marshawn Lynch and J. Cole. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't get to see that. That was an amazing conversation. And, um, you know, J. Cole, you know, talked about this as, as long as Marshawn Lynch. You know, some people, you know, their biggest aspiration is just get into the league or, you know, making this about the money and, and that's it. And when they get there and they get that, they don't aspire to go further or like or keep inspiring to, to be motivated to do other right. things. And that's where problems start to rely on people like that and uh, people start, you know It's I mean? sad people are still on their mindset because if you think about it, if you become successful, you know, you achieve everything, what's next? Because you're never going to be satisfied. Like, you always have to keep moving. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, that's why I'm on a mindset, like, just do it because you love it. Right. And that you're inspiring people. Yep. That's all that matters. Because this, bro, I'm just on that movement, like, you know my dreams and goals and what I want to be. Like, I don't care if I become famous or I make this amount of money or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm more concerned that I achieved it and I inspire others to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. I would. I just wish people would just get that in their brain, because mm-hmm. there is some artists that I, um, some so-called artists that are not famous, that I follow up on. They make a pretty good living, touring, making good money. They're not known like Jay Z or a Kanye, but they're a musician. They're touring. Mm-hmm. They're doing what they love. Right. And they're never going to stop. Right. I think those people are like heroes to me, because this is like. They don't need the fame. They don't need the accolades to say, I'm the best or whatever. It, it's not about that. It's something that they love to do, and they're getting paid for it, mm-hmm. and they're inspiring others, and they're supporting their family. Yeah. So. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So do what you love. Inspire others. That's that's 2020. That's 2020 and beyond. All right, y'all. Um, we got to get into this uh, top albums. There ain't no top. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no albums that came out, y'all. Um, so you know, this was Grammy weekend. You know, everybody kind of took a chill pill and released some music. You know, this week. So, um, Chad, what what was, what were you listening to all this week? Then, what what was what would you say is the hottest album out right now? Well, my last one um, that I picked on the last podcast was Ronnie Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really good. Um, now that I think about it, now we're I, I watched some of the Grammys yesterday. Yeah, I feel like that album might win. If it, I mean, we still got a long. It's too much know, of a. It's a long road, bro. But I feel like it's up there. It's going to get nominated, and I know for sure the box is probably going to win. I'm gonna just put it out there. The box song. I don't think nothing's going to touch that 2020. Well, the Grammys. Their time frame ends, I believe, the last week of August. So the la- last day of August. So whatever drops between now and August, you know what I mean? we Little Wayne dropping next week. I'm still staying firm. I don't, I, the box is something special. The box is special. Roddy Rich and I know it's early on, but... But you got Drake, Future, Little Uzi, um, Kendrick Lamar. 
J. Cole. Um, who else is dropping? Rihanna, maybe. <laughs> That's nice, but I'm staying firm on what I think is going to happen. If if just four of them niggas that I mentioned dropped, then Roddy about to get out of here. Like this, about, this I'm year, talking about the song, just song wise, like how big that song was. The box is special. I'm just not really. You know how long it stayed on the charts? It ain't just special. It's like yeah, but little okay. Well, big old town road, whatever. Uh, Lil Nas X yeah. broke a record, right? Yeah. He still didn't get song or record of the year. Oh yeah, he did it. We're gonna talk about that later. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> Grammys. Is... We're gonna talk about that later. That should have. That should have. Tune in to part two. <laughs> that should have won clear. So I don't know why. <laughs> All right, so who, who's who's top album for you, man? I'm sticking with Roddy Rich, man. That's what I've been on. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. There was somebody else I've been listening to. I'm still on Igor, Tyler Creator. Mm-hmm. Been on that. Um, I've been on some old shit. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Nas lately. The I Am album, to be specific. Okay. Really great album. He's just ahead of his time. The stuff that you be talking about all the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's already been talking about. Uh, and it blows my mind every time I listen to him. Like, Because, yeah. like, let's be honest. We're just, um, I can speak for myself. I'm just now getting hip to, like, who we are as black people. Yeah. But Nas was already there. There. So, yeah. He's, that was something special. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sticking with Rodney Rich, man. Um... Roddy Rich's album is special, man. It is. Um, but I I got to be honest with myself. And I got to choose an album that I cannot stop playing. And I don't it's I don't know what it is about this this kid, man. But Trippy Red's album is so good. <laughs> that Love Letter 4 is special, man. Like that joint is so organic and real. And um I I like the fact that he's so versatile. In his um, music, um, he can give you those dark, melodic, um, you know, type of songs, which is, I, I really love that kind of music. And then, uh, you know, he can give you those, you know, crazy hype songs like The Grinch. And and then, at the end, he gives you a song like, You Can't Rap Like Me, Part 2. And you just hear this kid spitting his butt off, man. And it's just like... This this guy is talented. He's just all around just talented and um I really like how positive he is too. He out of all these, you know, new people or these emo rap um group, you know what I mean, he, he doesn't talk about drugs like all these other people do. Like you can, if you listen to his lyrics and stuff like that, he's not um He got more emotional records than anything. Like, I mean he, he, break he, up and stuff like that. I mean he has a lot of um uh yeah, I mean, personal records and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I really do like the album. I think it's a great album from start to finish. I can't choose my favorite song still to this day. Like, it's just so many. I mean, Real Feel, you know, Love Sick. Uh, it's hard to pick. You know um, what's tight that I think nobody noticed? I feel mm-hmm. like he he um, he pick up where X is left off pretty mm-hmm. much. And Juice. Juice is on, on the project, too. Yeah. But more so X. I don't. I just feel like, like when you were saying you were so versatile. Oh, yeah. Touch it. yeah. Like, and then yeah. So. All right, let's get into these singles now. So you you got uh, Roddy Rich. I got Trippy Red. No surprise there. Two great albums. 
Um, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about these singles. What we got? Meg the Stallion with the B I T C H banger. Really? Banger, bro. I fuck with the um. That's a banger. With the sample, the sample is hard. Um, the hook is hard. The hook is very catchy. The hook. Um, I feel like a lot of females can relate to that song. Mm-hmm. What's the hook again? Something you're gonna hit anyway. you, That's what you're gonna call me when mm-hmm. uh you get mad at me anyway. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I like how she. Um, I don't know. I just love how she did that hook because it didn't. Well, you use the word bitch. It usually sounds so degrading. But mm-hmm. she took it and was like, nah, like, if you're going to call me a bitch anyway, like, this is who I am. Like, she embraced the word bitch. That, that's, what, that's what I got off that hook. Mm-hmm. And then it's a nice, I feel like it's a nice intro. Mm-hmm. I feel like this could be an intro to her album. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, this is what I kept hearing. Um, that's what I'm really waiting. And stuff. <laughs> that, that's what I'm waiting for Meg. I want to hear what this Meg album is going to sound like. I'm because. excited for her because... Bruh, like, I ain't gonna hold you. I feel like she one-dimensional. I've been saying that to people. Like, she a one-dimensional rapper. Like, uh, what I mean by that is, like, she got the same flow and the same bar. I don't know, the same flow, same type of sound. I felt like she was different with this one, though. She changed it up with this With this single. song? With this single. Like, this is yeah, that's what I'm saying. Day. That's why I'm excited when I heard something different. Okay, okay. And then when I seen previews of her working with, like, with Pharrell Williams, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, she's taking a good direction. Yeah, she's she's around the right people, yes. and she has the right attitude, and she has the... She, Meg is a superstar, you know, by... Hands down, she's a superstar. Definitely. Um... But I'm I I just want to know what the album is like. I'm not gonna judge the artist until I until yeah. I hear that project. That's why I'm saying I'm rooting for her because I don't want her to end up like no disrespect, but she could easily be like somebody like Trina, or the City Girls. Where is this raunchy type ratchet hood mm-hmm. girl music? But I feel like she could do so much more. That's why I, I was excited when she did this single. And then she, the I seen her in the studio with Pharrell. I feel mm-hmm. like she could bring more to the table. She not just all, all about twerking, being a hood bitch or whatever. Like that, you know. She could just offer a lot more. Yeah. So I mean, and Meg is bad. She's she's also going to school. School, she's yeah. School full time, and she's killing the rap game. And she likes Naruto and anime and stuff. Like she's just dope, man. Like I I like. I like Megan, man. And like, she got out rap most of these niggas is out. Yeah, man. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. yeah. She can rap, bro. She can rap. She can rap. Um, Next up, we got Meek Mill and Roddy Rich with Letter to Nip. I love it. I love it too, man. I mean, it's, it's... But at the same time, I don't know. Like, I, I liked it, but this is... I don't know if I could have this, like, on my rotation, though. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a song that... This is on my rotation. I usually don't like songs, dedication songs. I feel like it's always corny. Like, yeah. they try to do the most. But this song, I feel like I could put in rotation. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know. Like, and I, I remember saying this a couple of podcasts. I was like, bruh, have Roddy Rich on your hook. He sounds incredible on the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, both of their verses is really good. And I felt like it came from a real place. Like, Rodney Rich was talking about when he found out about what happened to Nip and how he felt, you know, when he got emotional and stuff. Like, I really felt like I connected with both of them. Mm-hmm. 
when they was talking about Nip. So I thought it was I thought it was amazing. The the beat is good. I, I thought it was tough. I like it. Mm. And I played it like five times a day. I kept playing it <laughs> when I was at work. I mean, the performance was incredible. Um, I didn't see a performance. Honest, I like the song. Honestly, I would have felt that this would have been better off if they just would have put this Meek and Roddy Rich verse on the higher song with DJ Khaled and John Legend in it. I feel like that would have just been a perfect remix and then everybody would be happy. I don't know, man. I like this song, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it needs some more time to grow on me. And, but I, I just didn't love it. Like, I love the performance. I love how Meek executed that performance really well. But it did, It sounded different when I listened to it on the, on the actual record. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because I heard it live first and then listened to the single, Why I Feel the Way I Do. And, you know, you you like the opposite. So it's, I don't know. Um, I got to see a lot, bro. Yeah. It was all right to me. I'm going to leave it at that. Yo, got it. How? 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 Hey, this is a fuckboy record. Ashtray, bitch! <laughs> this is a typical fuckboy record. Like, Sensational. If you, if you, uh, listen up, fellas. If you're on your whole shit right now, this is the song for you. Okay? This is what you, you know, you about to get ready to go out of this shit, get freshened up, you know, put your beard oil on and shit. Well, if you don't got no beard, I don't know what you do if you don't got no beard. Not judging nobody who got no beard. <laughs> but you know, you know, you brush your hair, gotta get your waist straight. You know what I'm saying? You put this song on. <laughs> and you're on your mission. You know, but nah, nah, nah. It's, it's... bottom for one. <laughs> Life is good. Right, right. <laughs> nah, it's, it's cool, bro. Um, it's one of them songs that the beat is overpowering mm-hmm. what he's saying on the. Um, on the record, um, usually them songs do really well. Like, mm-hmm. if the beat is just, mm, it's just hitting. So, as soon as it came out, I was like, yeah, cause I'm not point, even listening to what he's yeah, saying. I'm about like, to say, you don't care what he says anymore. It's yeah, like, the it's beat like, is so this hard. Beat is hard as shit. So. Yeah, like, you in the club, you're not paying attention to what Yo Gotti's saying right now. Just yeah. how, 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 how. Exactly. <laughs> this, I, this, this to me is like a song, it's a perfect response to the bitch song by Meg Thee Stallion. I feel like they're like, right. they're like the two polar <laughs> opposites right now. Like, right, that's a good You want to call good, me man. a hoe? Okay, bitch. All right, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. But now I was serious, though. I don't condone hoeing. I don't want y'all to think of <laughs> <laughs> Nah, hey, real Chad. talk, bro. Don't, don't be out here wilding, guys. Hey, not that's not where it's at, bro. <laughs> Find you a girl, man. Find you a wife. That's where it's at. 2020. <laughs> why, I don't know why anybody looking at me like that. I'm dead ass. Find you a good girl. Settle down. These hoes ain't worth it. Where is the wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, what you thinking, bro? So next up, we have. Uh, <laughs> I think it's time for a commercial break. Don't do me like that, man. <laughs> um, shout out to our sponsors, Quality Touch Studios and uh, Anchor. We having trouble. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, that's part one. Um, coming up, we're going to introduce our. Very special guest. 
Um, so make sure you guys tune back in, and we'll let you guys know who that is. So you guys probably already know who it is. You've been checking out the social medias and shit. Um, but all right, that's part one. Catch you guys in a moment. All right. Top, top, top. Top, top. Top, top, top. Top, 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 top. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, niggas, we be hanging. All right. <laughs> We're on part two. We're not going to waste uh, any more of your time. We're going to get right into this shit. Um, this is Top Hill, episode 18, part two. I'm E-Money Boss. And I'm Chad Visionaire. And like we told you guys, we're going to start having guests on our show that's going to be promoting their own business, um, their own artistry. And uh, today, we have another special guest with us today. Very special guest. Um, this man right here is an incredible artist, um, singer, songwriter, rapper, um, and just all around, just a good man, um, period. You know yes, what I mean? sir. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Austin Toll. Let's go. What's up, what's up, man? What's up? Big boy, big boy. Hey. Represent, represent. What's happening? What's good, y'all? How y'all feeling? We good doing to, good. We doing good. Good um, to see you, man. Hey, good to be here, well, man. I've been waiting for this since man. since December. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sure, man. Um, Austin's a good man. Uh, we actually seen him. Um, well, I mean, I, we seen him on other show, Quality Check Live. Obviously, him submitting sure, his music. Sure. Um, and you know, this man's always getting a gold or a goat. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, you know, we just uh, chopped it up and, you know, wanted to get you on board and you said you was with it. Definitely. And we appreciate you just coming through, man. For anytime. Real. Anytime. So, man, um, what made you decide to get into the music industry, man? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get that out the way. All right. So, funny story, and I've met a couple of people with a similar story, but okay. it started back in middle school for me. Mm-hmm. My older brother was writing poetry mm-hmm. and he was getting girls from it. Okay. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> I can do better. <laughs> I want girls too. Mm-hmm. So I started writing poetry. Right. As soon as I started writing poetry, then he started writing rap. And he was like, hey, yo, let's do it. So in high school, we was in Thomas Stone High School. Mm-hmm. And this is when oh, uh, our team was like going to states. So yeah. this is 2007, mm-hmm. 2008, Thomas 2009. <laughs> oh, yeah, we was, was going to state every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we made a, uh, a Thomas Stone basketball track okay. that ended up getting played in some of the games. Oh, shoot, tight. Yeah, and oh. so from that moment, I kept rapping. My mm-hmm. brother saw what I was doing, mm-hmm. and he was like, because I was better than him. And he, he, he says it too. Like, I was just so much better than him. It's like, bro, you just make me want to be a producer. Mm-hmm. And just let you do all the rapping. <laughs> right. And then from there, I just kept going. I, I linked with my homie Kozel. We pretty much just made, just just making music. And I just mm-hmm. kept going. Um, I've been on and off with it. I ain't been consistent with it mm-hmm. until recently, until September last year. Okay. But I've been doing this like 10, 10 12 years. 10, 12 oh, years. Yeah, Dang, like, man. Definitely not a rookie. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely not a rookie. And you can tell by when you listen to your music, yeah, man, um, that, you, that. that you're definitely not one of those guys that's just like, I want to rap today. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Pull out their iPhone. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Austin uh, is serious about his craft, man. Um, uh, I'm, I, I listen to a lot of my music on Apple, and um, I know you got two tracks on there, uh, Sour, right yeah. now, which slaps something crazy. Make appreciate sure you guys that. check that out. And um, the Hell other... 
the other one. What was it called? Hello there. Hello there. Uh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Too. Your flow on that joke was. I, I, so I, that's that's really what I want to ask you. But um, that hello there track, I was when I was listening to the lyrics. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this came from a real place. Yeah, <laughs> this had to have come from a real place. This man, when when you said, <laughs> I hope that you find a king, <laughs> and that he checks all the boxes. And then he fucking leaves your ass. As soon as you say, I love you, that nigga death. I was like, oh, man, this is a real artist right here. Yeah, this is man. real music, man, because we all had that kind of feeling at one point. Facts. You know like, I mean? it's, it's relatable. It's the realest feeling ever because, like, man, it's crazy. So I wrote that in the summertime. Before okay. I even knew I was going to get back into doing music seriously mm-hmm. is when I wrote that song. I was uh, on FaceTime with one of my good friends, uh, who I'm not going to name because she tripping right now, but I <laughs> was on FaceTime with one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote a song for her, a verse or whatever for her, and then I wrote that. And it was like, as soon as I spit it, she was like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy because it was like, I say in that song, like, Gave you a pass for a year at least. Now I'm mm. revoking your privileges. Mm. It was literally a year mm. from the time that she broke up with me mm. that I wrote the song. Wow. And so I was like, I'm going all out. I might as well go all out. Hey, go I mean, all out. So the cover art, like, bro, as soon as I released the song. Yeah. <laughs> and it was crazy because I knew she had been checking up on my Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I seen her. Yeah. As soon as I released that song, it was no longer her. But her cousin. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know if they forgot if they thought I forgot who their cousin was yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I knew it was their cousin. Right. that was looking at my story, so like she was looking at my stories. I mentioned that in the song. Mm-hmm. They hit up before hit. Nobody hit me up yet. Mm-hmm. They hit up my roommate slash best friend and one of my other homies who reposted the song. Oh man! Hit them up, upset with them first off. What's upset with my homie for sharing it? Uh huh. And then was a, was a hitting my roommate like, yo, he said this, this, and this? Bro, I I had a good week and a half <laughs> that that song caused me, like, a lot of text messages. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Her sister sent me, like, five paragraphs worth of text messages Damn. telling me how the song was terrible and where I messed up and where I made mistakes on fire my engineer. Oh, wow. All types of crazy stuff. What you put out All songs, types man. of crazy <laughs> stuff, bro. And I was like, all right, let's it's, see how that go for you. It's crazy, man. Um, you know, you're an artist, right? So yes, you're going to tell your side of the story. You're going to mm-hmm. write your side of the story. Yeah. And, and and we want to hear your side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if she wants to get her side off, then she gets her side off. But so many, so many great artists, you know what I mean, talk about that moment, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I think about Kendrick Lamar when he wrote that... Uh, the song, uh, uh, Keisha song, Keisha song on Section Eighty, and then mm-hmm. he came back on Good Kid, Mad City with the Sing About Me track, yeah, and talk about how his sis, the sister of Keisha, was like, "Man, why you talk to him about this? You got this one wrong, this and that wrong." And Kendrick is like, "I'm telling you know my side, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you want? What else do you want me to do?" Drake does the same thing, obviously, too, multiple times. My idol, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I made a career off reminiscing. Hey, <laughs> um, so do you? Do, would you say that 
would that hinder you from making tracks like that again in Never. the future? Okay. It's <laughs> not even a question. I was hoping you said that. I wrote a, re- I wrote a response to the text messages <laughs> that her sister sent me. Oh, shit. Put it okay. on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. It's uh, to uh, Middle Child. Okay. It's okay. A, it's, so I put... Uh, we called it, I got it from Will, we called it Stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on SoundCloud, so go okay. check that out. Austin Toes on SoundCloud. Okay. It's called Stepchild. There's the, the the cover art is a picture of my favorite jabs that she took. Mm-hmm. I, I minimized the message to my favorite jabs okay. that she took and used that as the cover art. That's genius. And if you listen to the song... <laughs> I literally respond right. to every jab that she took. So the song is not for me. If you're looking for a song that you like, hey, he's spitting fire, he got bars, it's not this song. It's not this one. This okay. is a response to a directed text message. Right. So don't expect bars. Yeah. Read that, read the cover art, mm-hmm. and then you'll understand. That's what that is. I and like then that. I also wrote. <laughs> Another response <laughs> that I, I called <laughs> RTR, which the name of the album is Roll to Recovery. Okay. And I haven't dropped that song yet, mm-hmm. but I will if people want me to. Okay. It's basically I want you to. my official response. <laughs> uh-huh. Stepchild was just an eh response. RTR, I I took, it was my back-to-back, basically. I, I told people, say, Stepchild is my charge up. charged up. RTR okay. is my back-to-back. Back-to-back, okay. Yeah, so... Like I said, I'm a Drake fan. And then in the message, she res- she cited Drake's diss because she thought mm. that Hello There was a diss track. Okay. So when she was telling me what I did wrong, she was telling me to study other diss tracks. Mm. And she cited back to back. So I gave her a back to back. I love it. I love it. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> hey, look, and I tell like like you said, it's mm-hmm. it's two sides of the story. Right. She could tell hers if she wants. Mm-hmm. I tell mine. What I was telling my homies was she's wasting her time, whether her or her sister coming at me for telling my side, because my side is gonna be immortalized. Right. Nobody wants to sit there and read their text messages. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants like nobody cares about them. Mm-hmm. Right. They care about me and my music. Mm-hmm. Right. My music is gonna be on these platforms forever. Right. I'm gonna be getting paid from your nonsense <laughs> forever. Right. 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 Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you can keep it going if you want to, but let's just stop it here. Like let's right. just let's just be cordial. Right. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm glad that you're you're real with your with your music, man. Too real sometimes. Hey, hey I, that makes the best music. Man. It does. <laughs> it, really does. It, it honestly does, man. Um, so what what do you have for us coming next, man? I know oh you, man! I, I know you said that you got some stuff cooking. Matter of fact, you played me a track earlier, and oh my god, I cannot wait for that <laughs> to drop. So February fourteenth, I am dropping an EP. Uh, called With Love. Okay. If you follow me on social media, you'll see the cover art. I am Austin Toes. you see the cover art for it. Uh, shout out my boy Zeke, Zeke's Way. He uh, did my photography for the cover art. Okay. I, I love got it. pictures that, oh. bro, we lit We lit an envelope on fire in this man's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't showed them pictures yet, but I got some photos coming. But um, So it's called With Love. It's basically five solid love songs. Uh for your Valentine's Day weekend, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If that's something that you are a part of. Um, so I got a track on there. Shout out Antonio Wayside. I got a track pr- produced by him. Okay. That's going to be the Antonio intro Wayside. track yes. um, called DMs. And then I follow it with 
So the track list is DMs, Keisha, Chopped and Screw. I did a Chopped and Screw cover, y'all. Oh, bro, I can't wait. Crazy. I gotta listen to that. Okay. Keisha Part Two, which is a song Imani got to hear. Oh my God, dog! Shout out to my Afro beat lovers. Y'all gonna crazy. feel that one. And then Sandcastles, okay. which is a song where I use as minimal auto tune as possible and just okay. sung okay. on that joint. Is that another uh, cover or is that? Uh, uh, no, nah, that's original. Covered. That's okay. original. Yeah, the only cover I got is Chopped and Screwed. Okay, that's the only cover I got, and um. Drake and T-Pain are my two biggest inspirations, idols, Dope. whatever you want to call them. Okay. So, I never thought I could do a T-Pain track. Yeah, okay. Why do you think, why do you, think you never could do that? Because he's just, he's here. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. people don't appreciate what T-Pain brought to Bro, the, to yeah. the game. He's a goat. You know what I'm T saying? T-Pain is insane. Be. He's insane. Like, people don't appreciate it, so... Um, I'm gonna put this out right right now. T Pain, you see this? I appreciate you. I want you in yes. the music video. And uh, as soon as I get your uh, approval and your sign off, we making a track yeah. or two or three. I can see that. Yeah. I love T Pain. T Pain is That's legendary, man. And uh, if you guys haven't seen him live before, please, oh my God, please do. That man still can put on an incredible show. Literally, I'm working to mimic my live performances. Oh, really? Like off of T Pain. Like I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to meet with some dope choreographers. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of a lot of performers, you mute the lead vocals when they perform. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. T Pain doesn't. Right. T Pain also doesn't. I used to think he always had the auto tune built into the right. mic. Right. T Pain doesn't do auto tune. Live. He does it all. He lets his track play. Yeah. And he sings organically. He sings organically, bro. But he let his track play because he's dancing so much. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I want to mimic my stuff after. Because mm -hmm. I used to dance. I was on the dance yeah. team in, in Thomas Stone. Okay. Uh, shout out my boy, uh, Gerald, Kool-Aid, Flavorland. Like, he was the leader of the group, mm -hmm. dance group. We used to pop lock and everything. Oh, sad. And so I'm trying to follow, <laughs> I'm trying to follow my, my performances after T-Pain. Mm -hmm. okay. And my music is a mix of T-Pain, Drake. Just my personal. That's music. a great... Uh great people to follow right yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, Drake just recently, you know, during his interview, kind of credited T-Pain for, you know, being an influence in his music. Yeah. When you think about it, T-Pain really did influence everybody at that time. Bro, you know what I mean? Like, everybody was on the Heartbreak was literally yeah. taken from T-Pain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and even what he's doing right now, man, like I said, check out a T-Pain concert. That man's coming in your town. You need to you need to go uh, go watch that because that was something special, honestly. Yeah. And I've seen, I, actually, he was the first concert that i ever been to. He came nice. to um, Blue Crab Stadium with Flo Rida. Oh, uh, I was there with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. You forgot about that? That yeah. was the first, I think that was the first real concert I went to. That was back. That's when we was like, Flowrider. Right, yeah. No, no, I mean, I don't care about Flowrider. But, but T-Pain, yeah, he was. Dang, I can't believe I it was that him. long ago, bro. But he yeah, was cranking. That's that's when the whole chopped and screw jump came out, yeah, and you know yeah. that that you know he's wearing them top hats and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, that's when I first discovered like this man is really singing, mm -hmm. and this man can really sing. Like he yeah. he did a whole acapella section. I was like, this nigga sing better yeah, than the singers. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then I, I'm really happy that he won that uh, the mass singer thing. Like I, I felt that. that that really helped catapult him into where he's. He's doing a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, He's doing a lot real. of stuff right now. That's really dope. So I got a question for you. What's up? 
What do you want people to see you as, as far as music and you as a person? I'm glad so you I feel like that's that. important. Mm -hmm. So in the first segment, when you were talking about Kobe, you mentioned how what's really important is touching the next group to come up. And that's the most important thing. I tell people straight up and down, I could care less about rap. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm not a rapper. I mix in rap with what I do. But I could care less about somebody being like, oh, he's the greatest rapper, or he has the toughest bars. Mm -hmm. Like, if you listen to my music, if you hear a bar, I promise you it's accidental. Mm -hmm. Any bars you hear in my music, it was <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> I don't care. But you can rap, bit. though. So. <laughs> yeah, can rap. I have no care about rap whatsoever as far as dropping bars. Like, I make music that... I, I'm, a, I'm a person that deals with depression, uh -huh. right? So, R.I.P. Juice World. Mm -hmm. Um... He, last summer, Juice World helped me through suicide or depression. Mm -hmm. His music, straight up. Mm -hmm. I would literally be driving, turn on a Juice World song, and borderline have to pull over on the side of the road, mm -hmm. about to break out in tears, mm -hmm. because I was depressed, True. and he was touching me, and he was helping me get through it. True. So, my thing, and my biggest deal with making music is to, to touch people in a spot that like, they don't even know it's there yet. Mm -hmm. Like, pe for people who don't even know that technically what they have is depression, they just think they're sad. Right. Or they just think they're going through it. Mm -hmm. But they're really depressed. Mm -hmm. It's to touch those people. So I don't care what you think about me as a rapper having bars or what have you. Mm -hmm. All I want to do is to let people know it's okay to be sad. It's okay to, to have depression. Use me to get through your depression. Mm -hmm. And once you get through it, hit me. Like, if you're going through it, hit me up. My line always open. I'm always ready to talk to anybody who has depression. I just want to touch those people and, and help them through. And also, like you said, the next generation, I want people to know that if you love doing something, you got to do it. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to hate yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, I got a track. Uh, I did Sue Me. Yeah. Wale Sue Me. Fire. Remake to that. Go now. get that. <laughs> <laughs> on that song, and I'm about to put it on SoundCloud. I only got it Thank on Loom you. right now, but I'm about to put it on SoundCloud Thank as well. You. <laughs> um, I said, I've been blocking my blessings since like 2010. Who would have known a decade later I turned into this? Mm -hmm. Since 2010, I've let other people influence okay. what I do, my decision making. So, like, I wanted to be a barber. Mm. So my grandma got on, was like, you're not going to make no money as a barber. I gave up being a barber. Mm. I've always wanted to do music. People always you shouldn't do music. It's going to drag you this way and that way and this way and that way. I would be on and off with music. Mm. I don't want anybody to go through that process of giving up yeah. on what they love to do. Because if you love to do it and you really practice it and you make it your craft, yeah. nobody can stop you. Exactly. Like, I don't care about being as famous as a Drake or T-Pain, although I love those guys. Mm -hmm. Those guys that you talk about that they make a living, those guys easily make six figures. Yeah. They, make a, uh, they make enough to be able to live in D.C., New mm -hmm. York, Los Angeles. Yeah. You don't even know their names. Right. Yeah. You Facts. don't even know their names, but they do what they the love. most of the famous Facts. people that you see. Facts. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Facts. And so that's that's where I am with it. That's mm -hmm. what I want to be. I want to make a living doing what I love, mm -hmm. 
but inspiring people to follow their dreams and just keep your head on straight while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? If you got depression, see a therapist. If you need to, see a therapist. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing weak, especially in the black community. Please. I Preach. promise you, we have just in the last three years Preach. made it okay for a black man to have depression. Preach. Like, my entire life, I have been stuck by myself in a box, mm -hmm. not knowing what was wrong with me, mm -hmm. thinking I was the problem. No, I got depression. Yeah. <laughs> I need somebody to talk to. Right. I need it to be okay for me to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And so it's okay to have depression. As a black man, black woman, you're a king, you're a queen. Have your depression. Seek out a therapist if you need it. I don't know about the drugs yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about those. If you need them, though, to keep your sanity, mm -hmm. do that. I got a, I got a really good friend a little brother, basically, who needs his medication mm -hmm. to keep from being suicidal. Mm -hmm. If he's off his medication, it's almost a wrap. Like, he's oh, suicidal. I support that. If you need it, do it. Okay. But that's pretty That's pretty much me, my legacy, my thought process in a in a. I in respect a that, man. I thank you uh, right for sharing that. It, it takes a lot of bravery to yeah. even share your... Um, what you've been dealing with and stuff, so I commend you for that. And just to piggyback what you're saying, like, I dealt with depression, especially when I was in high school, so I could definitely relate to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is very important when you want to impact people's lives and stuff, yeah. so. I, you got my support, bro. All right, I heard love. your music. You're going to do great things, bro. <laughs> Much love. I think the more and more people that hear that too, the more and more people realize that, like you said, it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay, bro. Like, it's okay, King. Like, look, it's okay to, to go through this shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yo, you've been through some shit. You know yeah. what I mean? It's okay to cry here or, you know, talk to this person there. You know what I mean? Like, there was always a stigma, obviously, being black men, that we have to be the toughest, strongest, yeah. hardest person on the planet. And then, you know... And that we had to hide all of our feelings and stuff yeah. like that. We were going to be looked at as pussy or soft. Right. Um, which, you know, listening to some of the people that you listen to, like T-Pain, Drake, even like a Kid Cudi, mm -hmm. or other people like that, you know what I mean? Like, really started paving the way of like, yo, listen. Black people have gone through post-traumatic slave <laughs> disorder, bro. Like, nobody... Un unless you have this melanin skin, you don't know, you really can't truly relate to yeah. how we deal on a day-to-day -day basis, man. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been pulled over before where I did nothing wrong. Got pulled over and had police, had guns drawn to my face. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I fit the description. You know what I mean? Right here in, in Waldorf where I grew up. You know what I mean? So, I could have been another Freddie Gray, a Philando Castile, a Tamir Rice. I could have been one of those people, you know what I mean? If I just said the wrong thing or made the wrong move, I could be dead, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, like, the stuff that we go through, man, um, that's just one side of it. But um, we need more people like you and, like, these other people who are strong um, men who are willing to share, and we really appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate you know I mean? it as well. Um, you got any more questions for my man Austin? 
Nah, I um, Actually, yeah. Um, yeah, because I got more. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, no, you already list your favorite artists. No, who else inspires you? As far as, I know you said Definitely. Drake and T. It, it doesn't even have to be an artist, too. Like, we always want to talk to you about um, your top inspo. So it doesn't have to be your artist, yeah. but something Definitely. that maybe inspired you this week or this month. or Yeah, so let's year. get into it. So as far as artists go, um, my top artist, of course, it goes Drake, T-Pain, or T-Pain, Drake. I don't care how you order <laughs> it. If you listen to my music, you'll say T-Pain. If you look at my recent listen to history you'll say drake <laughs> so either way it can go either way under them though um and this is why i say he a legend over it's, it's a very debatable topic a lot of people debate it juice world is a legend mm-hmm. to me um because i would probably would not be alive if it weren't for juice world mm-hmm. so juice world is up there um Lil Wayne is up there. Mm. It was a time, a point in time where all the music I wrote sounded just like Lil Wayne mm-hmm. and Drake in 2008, 2009. Yeah, So, so Lil Wayne is definitely a legend forever. Shout out to what he did with his cover art for his it's album, Fire, right? Forever, but spells Lil Wayne if you look Bro, at it upside down. Fire. That's dope. Um, who else can I say? Artist wise, a lot of if you can think of somebody melodic. I probably like them. Okay. I like melodic like people. I like Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of melodic artists. Post Malone mm-hmm. heavily inspired my album okay. that okay. I'm not dropping till the winter time this year. So you like Kid Cudi? <laughs> um, that's the thing. I never got into Kid Cudi. Oh, wow. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I never got into Kid Cudi. Okay. The time that Kid Cudi was like, became a name that was like, hey, yo, you should listen to this. Mm-hmm. It was like 2008, 2009. 2009. And there was, there was this faction of dissension between him and Drake. Okay. Yeah. And I'm a choose sides type of person. Okay. okay. I chose yeah. my side. I chose the right side. Gave him no chance whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Gave that man no chance whatsoever. Yeah. I could go back now mm-hmm. and like I've heard clips of songs here and there when I'm like, yo... This nigga is uber talented. Yeah. He is like great. Yeah. I would have to go back and really dive Man into on the Moon, the first album. Man on the Moon. And if I do, Blueprint. he'd probably be up there with one of my top. Yeah. Because yeah. of the type of music he makes. Yeah. Uh, Sorry the Kid is a guy yeah. that I really like to listen to. Okay. And K-Camp, when he first came out, okay. was somebody that I really like to listen from, to. Where's he from, you know? K-Camp, I think he's Atlanta. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure K-Camp is Atlanta. Okay. Um, I don't know why I thought he, he got was he, he got put on heavy by Sayari, uh Gucci Mane, okay. people like that. Um, so he's definitely a, yeah yeah K Cam's definitely Atlanta actually. Now that I think about some of the songs that I like from him, Post Malone, I said him. What about Kanye? Love Kanye, you know bro. I went back and listened to Graduation for the first time yeah. oh, wow. last it's a great, month. It's masterpiece. Okay. When I listened to that joke, cause. I listened to Graduation and I was like, literally, this is the album that made me a diehard Kanye fan. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's when you knew that this is, okay, this is yeah. another level. Him and 50 was beefing at this point, right? Yeah. They, they, they weren't beefing. They made a it was fake. Move. It was fake. Yeah. It was a business move. Yeah, it was a business move. 50 said, if Kanye outsells me, I'm He's going to rap. retire. I yep. literally, keep in mind, I'm a kid in middle school. Mm-hmm. Right now, I took my money 
and bought six copies of graduation wow. because I wanted 50 was, Cent to retire. Wow. That was, that was, <laughs> no, you was on that shit, though. No, no, I bought graduation too, bro. Like, I, I bought graduation. I didn't buy like, six Bro, I, I, I loved Kanye so much. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here without Kanye because Drake wouldn't be here without Kanye. Yep. Basically, like, that's yeah. just how it go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely a Kanye fan. I didn't appreciate Jay-Z until recently. I was never a big oh, Jay-Z a fan until Rap recently. Wise. He's yeah, but you had to go back to Jay Z. Like during that time, pop when you were talking about when you were really like in that bag and that that yeah, time frame. Jay Z, Jay Z was kind of retired at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? People hate me though because I don't like old. I don't like old rap. Okay. I don't like Tupac. He's young. How old are you? I don't like Biggie. How old are you? I'm 28, bro. I'm not young. I'm a 91. Uh, I'm 91. 91. He, yeah, he. he was I'm supposed to like them. I'm supposed to like them. Here's the problem. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> My dad didn't let me listen to any rap growing okay. up. This is where, okay. I was stuck These on are... country. He made me listen to country wow. music. That's why all my music is storytelling. That's wow. dope. That's where wow. I get it from. That's dope. Wow, okay. I didn't li- hear a rap song until... Mid- it had to be middle school. Okay. And it was Snoop Dogg's album. Okay. Wow. And my mom left it out. I was living with my mom at the time. She left it out in, the, in her room. Mm-hmm. And me and my older brother popped it in and listened to it. Snoop Dogg was my first artist that I you ever cha- heard. It changed your life, so bro. And I, from that moment on, I was like, bro, why can't I listen to this? Right. You bugging. This music is great. <laughs> Rap music so is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but he so didn't amazing. want me to turn into a thug or whatever, so right, he didn't bro. let me listen to rap. So... I listen to old rap and I get bored, frankly. I'm okay. not allowed to. I get bored. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I listen to people like Drake, Snoop Dogg after um, the dog, after Dog Pound, after uh, these guys. Oh, and my influential artist, Wiz, got to be up there, too. Okay. Wiz, Wiz is up there, too. Wiz Khalifa? Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. I was the biggest Wiz, Wiz fan that didn't smoke weed. That I knew. Same here. <laughs> but, um, so I listen to old music, and frankly, I get bored because I'm like, well, okay, yeah, you got bars, but Drake got bars, and he's singing, Sing, yeah. and he's relatable to me. Right. Yeah. I ain't grew up in the hood. I grew up middle class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never had the problems that a Tupac and a Biggie faced. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't relate to that. Mm-hmm. But then I hear Drake talking about problems with with women. Yeah. I'm a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. I inherit problems with women. Right. right. Problems with women. Women don't even want problems with me, and it just happened because I'm a hopeless romantic. You're yeah, a real nigga. I respect you. Bro, I, I fall in love with girls that have no intention of right. even mm-hmm. talking to me beyond a friend basis. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So like, I, I just don't vibe with old music for real. It just don't. I respect. I respect. Uh, I really respect. Because so many people rather just lie and yeah. rather yeah. be fake. Oh, because they only back to say. I like Jay because. Oh, Hard Knock Life was tough. No, Drake, <laughs> Drake, is, Drake is my greatest of all time. Okay. I had this little kid say, you know, Tupac is the best rapper of all time. I was like, yeah, what, what song are you like? Uh, so how can you say Tupac is the best? Yeah, you can. But can't. I just hate when people, because they automatically go with the hype. And exactly, what exactly. Say, and, and it's a fear of being yourself. Uh, castrized. I mean, we in yeah. the social media area. Era, so like another thing about being a black man too, you want to be accepted. You I'm be, telling you, bro, like, you always want to be accepted. You mm-hmm. want to be welcomed into every phase of other people's lives. Right. 
and that's just not me. Like, you're going to love me or you're going to hate me. People meet me, and they either my friends or they walk away talking about me. Right. It's, it's, it's no middle ground. Nobody walks away from, from a first conversation with me like, eh, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> you either like me or you don't. You, you don't, you don't. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's no in between the, with me. You got to have the right kind of energy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Real, real energy, respect real energy, man. I respect you, Austin. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Much love. Same. We got to get into this Grammy shit, man. Whew. We got we to gotta get into it. Let's just dive in it. I'm going to pull up the list. Mm. Um, First of all, gentlemen, well, let, let me say this. Let, let's just... I'm going to give each one of us an opportunity to speak of what they thought about the Grammys. Okay. Uh-huh. We can go into it, then we'll go into the winners. Okay. I personally, I watched it with my family, and I actually really enjoyed the Grammys as a whole. Uh-huh. Until the last 15 minutes. <laughs> okay? The, the, the Grammys before that last 15 minutes was actually really good. And I'm just going to run through real quick some highlight moments. I mean, first of all, you have... The queen, Alicia Keys, hosting um, the Grammy. She did a phenomenal job. Um, even with, you know, a lot of people don't think about this, too. You know, she rehearsed and practiced being a host for the Grammys, probably for a couple of months. And then Kobe dies, like, a couple of hours right before the performance. And now you have to switch things up. And she did that so gracefully, so respectfully as well, too. She got Boys and Men to come out um, to sing with her, the tribute to Kobe Bryant. I thought that was beautiful and, and special and, and grateful how she did that. Um, Lizzo opened the show, um, also paying homage to Kobe Bryant. Like, like all the black artists, obviously, paid tribute to Kobe Bryant in some mm-hmm. kind of way. Even Little Nas X, man. Um, I may not like Little Nas X as a person, artist, or whatever, but. Um, <laughs> but one thing I'm going to say about this kid. Um, you know, he had the Kobe Bryant jersey in his performance. Oh, wow. You know, he brought out, uh, he, he showed some diversity. He brought the BTS, the Korean kids. He brought out um, Billy Ray, which Billy Ray is such an OG, man. Like, yeah. he, he he's respected to me. He, he I sponsor his cookout plate whenever he wants to put, come Facts. up. Um, th- yeah, that's, that's real, man. And um, then he brought out Big Nas. Yeah. That was the special. Nas. That was and, special. and that was really special. The fact that, I mean, first of all, I mean, obviously this kid, you know, he was trying to make country music, you know, black kid. Now he's saying he's gay and, and you know, he's, he's, he fits, he's supposed to be in the box, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, that's supposed to fit this kind of thing. But for him to want someone like Nas um, and for Nas to even return the favor and respect him, yeah, at the same at the same token, and for them to perform together, I thought that was really good to see. Um, pr- the Prince tribute. I thought that Usher. Yeah, I did not good. think that Usher was a guy for the job when I first when they said that <laughs> we're doing a Prince tribute with Usher, and I'm like, this is about to be bad. Don't sleep on Usher, bro. Usher's, <laughs> a, Usher's a nigga, bro. I was completely wrong, bro. Usher yeah. killed that shit. Usher is very talented. He man. is, he, bro. Like I had no clue. Yeah. I had no clue. That, I mean, I told you, Confession is the best R&B album of all time. I will continue to say that. I'm with you. I ain't going. Uh, Confession. I can't that. think of a. I can't think of an album that I would put over it. R&B wise. R&B. Like, Confession is literally changed the this. culture. 
Literally changed oh, the culture. Ain't nothing beating that drink. I no no R and B song has been the same since Confessions came out. We might have to do a Confessions uh, album listening session. Facts. I, I did this uh, session with them with Lil Wayne, Carter Two, he Carter lost. Three. Okay. He lost. Nah, I don't know. Uh, Lil Wayne album. You can't go off of albums for Lil Wayne. You gotta go mixtapes. But we right, were just right. we were just that, that's a fact. But we were just talking about two and three. We, 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 we were comparing what we just want to know what was the best Carter. Yeah. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. And when obviously I, the two that are in the talk is the Carter two, and the Carter three. Yeah. And we both have our reasons why we yeah. choose the other. One or the other. You yeah. know what I mean. And and. What I was trying to tell Chad is that really there's no right answer. Obviously, this is all opinion based. This is right. how you feel. Um, I felt like the Carter Two was the album for the streets. I felt that Carter Three was the album for the world. I felt like the Carter Three was more relatable to more people, and the Carter Two was it was good, but I didn't feel like every song slapped. You right. know what I mean? Like it was it was a lot of music, and not every single one of us slapped. Every but the Carter slapped. Three. Damn near every song was a banger. Like, no, it was, it was a hit. No, it wasn't. Every... And we didn't, I even proved it to you that time. All right, all right, all right, all right. There was two, you was like, all right. Yeah, 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 I'm pulling true. up the track list okay. right now. <laughs> yeah, pull up the track list of Carter 2 and Carter 3. Carter 3, got it. <laughs> oh, Austin, Austin. Hey, Austin no, 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 session, Austin, no, I already, knew, I already knew. You know why? I know he's going to pick it. Off the first four songs, it Got Money was on Carter 3. Facts. Okay. Bro, Got Money with T-Pain was on, on Carter 3. Look Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter with Jay-Z was right. on the Carter 3. I don't care about anything no. beyond <laughs> Record 10. I don't care about anything beyond Mrs. Officer. Yeah, you, but Carter 2 got you, every song slapped. No, that's, no, that's no, all no, I'm saying. no. It absolutely doesn't. You're mm, gonna, don't lie to yourself. Song. Don't lie to yourself. Every Lollipop is on Carter 3. Yeah, Millie is on Carter Lollipop 3. Lollipop is trash now. Lollipop is so Bro, bad, six actually. songs off of Carter 3 takes the record. It takes it off bucks. I'm sorry. We we can talk about this another day. Uh, can't help right. it. Yeah, yeah we can talk about that another time. That's who I am. Fireman. You got to think about when it was released as well. Yeah. yeah. It was released in 08. I mean, he also set a record at that time. But, you know, you know, here or there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> continuing with the Grammys. Um, the Nipsey tribute, obviously, as well. Um, Meek and Roddy Rich um, debuted their song, Letter to Nip. Um, and then followed up by DJ Khaled. See, and I didn't John see Legend. that. I fell asleep right after um, Lil Nas X performance. Okay. Um, DJ Khaled, Meek Mill, Roddy Rich, y- YG, um, John Legend. All I'll performed. take that back. I slept after that. Shout out YG. Okay. Didn't even know he was going to be able to perform. Man. He had a red suit on. Hey, thank <laughs> you to YG's lawyer. Man, hey. got, a, got out and got, got out. on the show. He probably got... That, that Rock Nation bag is different, man. Jay-Z, <laughs> Jay-Z ain't playing with these motherfuckers out here. Uh, Jay-Z out here, big brother and all right. this shit. Like, listen here. YG's performing and he's doing a tribute to Nipsey Hussle. Get this man out right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so shout out to YG and um, you know, I'm glad that he was able to make it out um, to to perform. Um, and then Gary Clark, Gary Clark Jr. I was not really hip. Um, to him before, but he was speaking some stuff in there. I thought that they was about to get the broom on him because he was talking some real woke (laughs) shit. And I was like, oh, is this cable? (laughs) 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 But, um, but to me, the Grammys were, um, performance wise and everything. It was very enjoyable. I felt like it was actually, um, I felt like somebody, a part of the culture was involved in the selection and how they did everything because, I didn't know that all this was coming, you know what I mean, from, from this Grammy. So I actually enjoyed the show. 
except for the last 15 minutes. And we'll talk about that when we get to who okay. the winners were. But, Chad, what did you think of the Grammys this year? I'll be honest, bro. I, I expressed this several times. I'm not a big fan of the Grammys. And I just feel like it's not designed for us black people. I mean, I feel like they just box us in. And I hate to move, uh, bring this up, but Tyler Creator, he addressed how they tried to put us in boxes like the urban. Yeah. And he said he felt like that was another word of just a n- nigga music. Nigga music, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and I agree with him. It's just like, bruh, because if you really think about it, if you listen to that album that Tyler Creator did. It's not rap. It's not really rap for it's real. Not. He had, he rapped a little bit, but mostly it was like a different it's genre. Music. It's just music. Yeah, it's just music. So it's just like, bruh, like, and then each year they just keep failing at they, they, they're not in tune with the streets. I don't know who they got in these meetings or whatever, but they're not in tune with how we really feel. Well, they're not in tune when it comes to the biggest nomination. The, the biggest awards is yeah. when they're not in tune. Right. The, everything else, they want us to perform. They'll give us the, 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 the rap album, the rap performances, and they'll give us all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, and best new artist... That's where they don't. That's where my gripe is. That's my only gripe with this year. I don't watch the Grammys. I'm not going to watch them until they do what Diddy said. Shout out Diddy. Shout out Diddy. I'm going to let you get into that in a second. Okay. But, so I didn't watch the Grammys. I just look and see who won. Okay. Um, Until they start representing us, I watch. I won't watch. I watch when they start representing us. But, not a hater. I love Billie Eilish. I love her voice. Mm -hmm. I love her music. Mm. Like, she makes mood music, which yeah. is all I'm about, for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. She should not have been the first person to win all four major awards. Yeah, and she's... I'm not a hater, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get right into that, man. We're going to talk about these winners real quick and, and get you guys hip on what happened and who won. Um, first of all... Uh, Rock Nation has their annual Grammy brunch um, before the Grammys start the day before. And that's where you get the, to- the big toast. That's where, you know, Kevin Hart did his speech. And I Diddy can't wait and- to get rich and famous so I can come up with mediocre lines like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and people be like, preach! Oh my God, it was so that was profound. the most mediocre thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like... Okay. But shout out Kevin Hart, though. Right. That's my nigga. I was like, oh, I watch okay. every special in life. I was like, right. okay, I, I heard that before, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, what Jay Z and Diddy and everybody else affiliate, you can tell who's affiliated with yeah. them, right? You see all the same faces and stuff like that. And th- what they're building right now is it's kind of like a music party. Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if music was politics, you know what I mean? You had the Republicans, the Democrats, and the and the Green Party, or whatever, yeah. or whatever else. They're, they're up to something, okay? Um, Diddy was recognized this uh, year for the Icon Award. And while he was accepting his award, not during the Grammys, this was before the Grammys started, you know, he obviously was being respectful. He was like, you know, he appreciates the award and everything like that. But he checked the Grammys at their own shit, and that was ballsy as fuck. And I respect, I respect Diddy for for his speech 
um, and his acceptance speech when he received the Icon Award. Basically, what he said was, the Grammys never respected black music and black culture. Um, we've always been snubbed. Um, and that this got to stop. And he said, basically, you all have 365 days to correct this problem. Because we control the culture. We're who your daughters and your kids listen to. <laughs> Y'all buy our music. You come to our concerts. We control what's hot. Facts. So, you need to start um, tweaking some things expeditiously. Shout out T.I. <laughs> or, we're going to take our culture and our music and bounce. Is what he pretty much said in that speech. And I respect him. For telling them that, I feel like they got the power to do that too. Like, of course, I'm, if did if if anybody, it had to be Diddy or Jay, and they're on the same, and they're together. You know what I mean? Y'all did a podcast. It's probably I think it's like fourteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. and we were and y'all were talking about this kind of. It's the podcast that y'all did the Grammy nominations on. Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, mm-hmm. And around that same time, Diddy had also had his uh, conference. Right, the Revolt Summit. The Revolt Summit, mm-hmm. right? And I, in that, I said this. Diddy, Daisy, Beyonce need to come together. Killer Mike be on the on the panel. Thank come you. together and make their own award show. Mm. They have the power, the clout, yeah, and the money to make it happen. They can either do that or they could just back whichever one they want, right? They right, can, they right. Can, they or put already, their influence and money behind whichever award show they choose. Either the BET Awards, the Hip Hop Awards, yeah. the NAACP Awards, the Soul Train Awards. But they do it together. Yes. That award show, single hand, because our culture mm-hmm. is the world culture. Right. Right? So whatever we support is going to push the award forward. Like, matter, of fact, matter of fact, this, and to go back to what Tyler, the creator, said, you know... I'm tired of black people's music just being thrown in the urban or rap. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just be pop? Because you know it's pop. It's pop yeah. music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually challenged this. I said, you know, if if they're not willing to... This is the whole integration issue, right? Um, if they're not willing to integrate us into their system, then we can very much so segregate and be in our own system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rap is pop to us. Mm-mm. Rap is pop to most people. You know what I mean? Right. When, you, when you think about what is popular music today, it's, it is hip-hop, it is, it is black music. So, either you're going to have to integrate us in and it be fair, or we're going to take our culture elsewhere and then everybody's going to have to follow that suit. Because what Diddy is saying now, next year, if this bullshit happens again, then we're take they have the influence because if Diddy, Beyonce, Jay Z, Twenty One Savage, Meek Mill, Kevin Hart, if J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, if all of these people came out and be like, we are no longer performing or attending the Grammys, mm-hmm. and Drake already called out the Grammys last year, he did, so he gonna roll with Jay Z exactly as as for respect, the cult the culture is too strong. We're at a point right now where. Obviously, we understand our influence and, and our power, and we have the choice to make whatever moves yeah. we need to make. So basically, Diddy said, look, you got 365 days to get your shit together. If you don't, we're out. And I respect him for doing that respectfully. You know what I mean? He wasn't, he didn't turn up on, the, yeah. on them like, the way yeah. that he could have. You know what I mean? He was, he was being respectful. Thank you for this award. This is what we want from you guys. 
we need you to address this, fix it, or we're out, respectfully. And we're going to see what happens next year. And and I was like you, Austin, too. When What really did it for me was that 2013 Grammys when Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City, when he was nominated for seven Grammys and didn't win one. Yeah. And he lost to Macklemore. And Macklemore himself said that this award belongs to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And, um, Good Kid, Mad City should have ran the board. Right. He should have yeah. been Billy Eilish. Right. But, and, and, then, and, and this the funny thing is, the Grammys always does this, right? They they realize they fucked up. They try to put them on the next one. <laughs> they give them the next one. And then the next one was to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. Kendrick was nominated for 11 Grammys. He tied Michael Jackson. Mm. And he won a bunch of Grammys that year. So they do a lot of that for event. And Diddy mentioned that too in his speech too. He's, and he, he mentioned all the Grammys that were snubbed. Yeah. And he talked about Beyonce's Lemonade, Nas's Illmatic, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. He talked about Dips, Lip. Because I feel like yeah. this should have won, but now they give him Rex. What's that song? Rex in the Middle. Yeah. I, exactly. I like After he died. Last, yeah, I was like, give me my roses while I can still right. smell them, they say. <laughs> last, <laughs> last year, Nipsey Hussle was nominated for Rap Album of the Year, and to me, there was there was nobody close. Who who won that? Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, oh, Rap yeah. Album of the Year. Over Shout Nipsey out Cardi Hussle. B. I love that It should have been Travis or Nip <laughs> but, for that one. <laughs> Travis Scott Astro was, was great, but Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap, was a just a phenomenal project um, for the for the culture for rap. To me, before he passed away, I was bumping the album crazy. I love Victory Lap, and that to me should have won. I should have won Rap Album of the Year at least. I still feel like Cardi should have won a Grammy. Like I, yeah. I, I definitely I love Cardi. Not album, no. but not Rap Album of the Year. She should have got the song. Song, yeah, that song. Was, I like she it. She should have got song of the That's, year. No, not even. I like. What's that other song? That that she hit song. The first song that made her. That made her. Uh, Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow. That, that joint. That that took her career to another level. That also, joint like, should have won. I, I I feel like I might be, kind of on the island on this, but uh, her her own uh best life joint. Like I know everybody talk about Lil Duval's, mm. but yeah. her best life joint record. I don't think I ever heard that. She did Bro. a remix to it. No, she did her own. Oh, she did her own. Okay, it's worlds beyond hmm. Lil Duval's. Hmm. Literally one of my favorite records last year. I might have to check that out. Yeah, I don't think I ever you gotta check it. Out. Cardi B did her thing last year. She deserved to win a Grammy. Absolutely. But give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Absolutely. And and Diddy, what Diddy was saying is that he mentioned Michael Jackson. That's who it was. Michael Jackson didn't win a Grammy for Off the Wall, and he was like, so "Y'all crazy, are fucking bro. crazy," but so then crazy. giving it. But then he came out with Thriller, yeah. and that's where they showered him with the Grammys, uh, with the Thriller album. But obviously, they did that because they knew they messed up yeah, for not they giving him. They, I wonder what would be off the wall. Somebody that did not deserve to be off the wall. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, angry, bro. Like, I'm, I'm curious now. I gotta look that up. Right? It, it it's even, just gonna make you angry. It's just gonna make you mad. Right now, it, exactly. Like, there's there's sometimes where I'm just like, okay, this they just got this wrong. And, yeah. And um, <laughs> I talked about this too in our other podcast too. When I think Kendrick lost to not only Macklemore but Daft Punk came out with Random Access Memory that year. And that was before I, I only knew Daft Punk for the Kanye Stronger, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, collab. <laughs> and so I was fucking heated. 
um, when I found out that that Punk won. I was I was so mad because I'm the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan. I'm like, yeah. who the fuck are these robot niggas? Yeah. Robot niggas. They can't even show their face. I was giving them a look. I was so mad. Oh, that was talking great. about getting gave, jumped. And... You gave that top top album. One man. of the top uh, R&B albums of the decade. When I when I went back and when I listened to Random Access Memory because I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I would listen to Random Access Memory and it's literally one of my favorite albums of all time. I play that album so much now and I'm like, I had no clue. I was so ignorant. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I can accept that for myself. But yeah. this but this right here, this year, co- coming back to this year, Billie Eilish does not deserve Album, record, song, and best new artist all back to back. She like just that. shouldn't have won the board. She shouldn't have ran the board. She, she deserved to win some. I can't speak on it because I never listened to her, but I heard really bro, good things about her. Billie Eilish voice, bro. If you listen to her, you will fall in love with her. Yeah, her bro. voice is just that special, like, and it's soft too. Like she did a a, a duet with Alicia Keys mm-hmm. and ate Alicia Keys a lot, <laughs> bro. Like. Eight Alicia Keys up. I love Billie Eilish's voice. Shout, shout out Alicia Keys. She deserved Keys. to <laughs> win. Shout out Alicia. We love Alicia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She better drop an album. Let women know it's okay to be natural, no makeup. Yeah, like, I mean, I love life. that shit too. I Straight up. But so Billie Eilish deserved to win minimum two Grammys. I'll give her that. Yeah. Okay. But not not running the board. And she shouldn't have been the first person to run the board either. Well, she actually wasn't the first person. There was another person in 1981 okay. by the name of Christopher or something like that. But she was the first person to I do that. You know who that nigga is. Yeah, exactly. Another nigga that didn't deserve to win. Another nigga. <laughs> Whoever came out in 81, hip-hop probably should have that nigga. Shout out to you, <laughs> right. random nigga named Christopher. <laughs> but... <laughs> But Billie Eilish, y'all, she won Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. And I'm just going to have to say no to that. Um, Somebody said uh, Billie was screaming no when she kept winning. Yeah, she did. my boy Mike. Shout out, Mike. Uh, What's good, Mike? Um, Yeah, so, I mean, Billie Eilish, I I respect her as a person. And, you know, it's not her fault. Oh, no, no. You know what I mean? I I don't want to put this blame on Billie. And I don't want nobody to think that we're bashing her as a person yeah. or her fan. She's fandom. amazing. Like I said, I'm a fan. Yeah, and um and and I've listened to her music before and I've seen her performance. She's a she's a great performer. I did see her perform. I, I thought that was really good. Yeah, she's special. Uh, yeah, she's definitely gifted um in, in when it comes to that. But um even her She's from the UK though. Like oh, we she... can't even appreciate at home first. <laughs> 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 we can't appreciate at home first. Let's look at all right, let's look at the um, the winners were mm-hmm. album of the year. Oh, we already did that. Billy, yeah. when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Then we got record of the year, Bad Guy by Billy again. I didn't think Bad Guy was that much of a record. Honestly, Bad Guy should not have been. Honestly, Old Town Road should have won record. It should have been Old Town Road, and then the follow up should have been Sunflower. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so, about to oh say. my God. Sunflower. I'm about to say, Post Malone had album of the year. Top, top, top. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to get that on my chest. They trying to clown me for first. They trying to clown me for first. Post Malone on top. Post should have been carrying top album for six weeks. I'm glad somebody agrees with me. Six weeks straight. I'm glad somebody I've been in the comments saying Post Malone. I got somebody that agrees with me. (laughs) 
Listen. I literally still listen to every single record Thank through and you. through to this day. That album was that good. Every, I don't skip a track. Thank you. I don't skip a track. Thank I, you. I fuck with circles. circles are special. Circles are special. That album is special. Y'all was listen, 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 internet. I like, and I like... I, internet with Kanye. Uh, Kanye produced that shit. That shit's special. Um... I like Post Malone though. Like I always like Post Malone. Ever since we seen him at Rolling Loud. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like, when I yeah. That's when I do like okay, this white boy can actually make good music. Like best new artist, Billie Eilish. I'm not mad at that. Like I feel like Billie Eilish could have won for yeah, best. Yeah, I'm not mad at yeah. that. No, she she deserved that. Yeah. Cause so so the yeah, way it was, was hot, but Lil Nas X, I feel like he was too. He came out too early in the Grammy start where it started up. Like the same reason the box not gonna win next year. Because it's too early. Let's go. It's too early. He go man. Well, I don't think it's too early because because you gotta think Old Town Road was running it for a long, long time. time. That's remember, the one. You gotta remember how long it took play. for everybody to accept when the Old remix Town came Road. out with Billy Ray. That that's that's, that's really when, when people started accepting. Yeah, that's when nobody it accepted it before that outside right. of our community. Right. That's true. Nobody accepted it. Yeah. So he kept on trying to tell Billboard. That song was so huge. Like, nah. I still don't understand why he didn't win that. Because. I don't know what the Grammys was on. They should have seen, okay, Billie Eilish is winning Best New Artist, Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Album of the Year. We got to probably not do that. Right. Because even, even and, and Billie, shout out to Billie, because even her herself, like, the first jump, she was just like, thank you. The next jump, she was like, no, this should be already on the ground, this award. The next jump, she was like, I don't know what to say. And then the fourth one, she was just like, Thank you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was just like, this is just... Thank you. <laughs> <Next>. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, like, let's keep going down the list. Let's get down to the actual categories that we actually care about, Chad. Oh, damn, okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to get through all this shit. We're going to do Best R&B Album. Anderson Pot. Yeah, he, he, I think he deserves that. I'm not mad. Best Rap Performance. That BJ Chicago kid was like that, though. I ain't listen to it. It's it's really good. You will you will like it. Uh, I know for a fact. Check that out. Best rap performance. Racks in the middle. Nipsey Hustle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. What should performance are they talking about? Should not have won. Yeah, I don't. What? Know. Well, okay. The baby should have won. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I agree with that. But but we know why Nipsey won that one because they were because, playing rebound. Dude, they, they were playing they catch feeling up. bad. They were yeah. playing catch up. Shout out Nipsey. Should have won last year. Shout yeah. out for winning this year. Though. Right. Because right. obviously Raxton Mill uh, was cool, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, best I'm glad rap, we all agree on that one. Best rap song a lot. Twenty One Savage and tw- and uh, J Cole. To be honest, I don't know why Gold Roses is on there. I feel like I thought it came out too late. I was shocked that it was on there. I he made it right at the, la- at the last. Okay, he but was that song right the wasn't that big. Yeah, no. Honestly, if they was gonna put a best rap song and they wanted to put Drake and, and Rick on there, they should have put Money in the Grave. Yeah, yeah that song was bigger. That yeah. joke was fire. That was much yeah, it bigger. was better. Yeah, definitely. But um, there were so many songs I could put. But over I love that. a lot though. I love a lot. I love because a lot too. Yeah, that does, it, that does that whole I am greater than I was whole that whole album to me was yeah. amazing because 21 mm-hmm. Savage basically came out and was like, yes, I came up from the slums. Yes, I'm truly a hood nigga, but that's not what we have to be forever. Right. Like, 21 bro- is breaking the mold for niggas that's coming up after him. Right. Right. Like, yeah, live that life as long as you have to, right. but as soon as you get out, realize that you are out right. and move different. Right. And J. Cole is supporting him, and I love that. I love it too. Yep, yeah, we back. 
Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We about to wrap this joint up. Um, we got to talk about this rap album. And the best rap album of the Grammys goes to Igor, Tyler, the creator. I am not mad at that because I have to listen to it several times. I feel like I deserve it. The creativity on it alone uh, speaks volumes. Like, I'm all for it. I'm all for for artists that push the agenda of freshness. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I feel like it's really easy to continue to make the same rap music. Mm-hmm. But when you come out with something fresh, that's something very difficult and mm-hmm. for it to sound good. Yeah. So I think he definitely deserved it out of his um, other competitors. That, that reason that you said right there is the reason why I'm not mad he won over championships or I am greater than I was because okay. honestly I am great replay value I would listen to championships I am greater than I was uh-huh. and I wouldn't be mad if you put Igor in between or above either of those right. I wouldn't be mad at you because uh, Tyler is creative genius mm-hmm. um, probably this generation's Kanye if you really want to mm-hmm. really no, talk I'm, about it I'm okay with that um, but I he didn't do the same old thing. Yeah. I am greater than I was, although he did push the envelope of saying you don't have to be this, it was still another twenty one Savage album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're not shocked by it right. for the most part. Championships, Meek ch- changed his tune a little, a little bit, bit. Yeah. But it was a Meek yeah. album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Igor set a whole different so, tune to so, where it so shouldn't so have different. even been in this category. It should have been in another category. It should have been. <laughs> and that that was his whole thing in the first place. He mm-hmm. was like it's, that's why he felt like it was a backhanded, you yeah. know, win because thank you for the award, yeah. but I should have won best album. It's honestly what he yeah. he, he could have because I mean Igor, Igor was a challenging album, right? Because mm-hmm. he he made an album where he used features as instruments, and I <laughs> thought that was so genius. Yeah, that was like, crazy. How you place Playboy Cardi here and Uzi there and Kanye here and and that's that's another hidden gift too, you know what I mean? Instead of him wanting to just show who he can get on his album and right. and everything like that, it's just like listen to this project. Then he play with his own vocals. I thought that was amazing. Exactly. He used different vocals on his own voice. That's yeah. crazy. Exactly. And it's just an enjoyable album. It really is. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people might be upset because obviously, I I the only other person that should have won this, in my opinion, should have been the Meek Mill Championship. But I think the timing of it was kind of off too because mm-hmm. Meek's album came out in November of two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So um, the Gram too far away. It is so when the, the Grammys timeline is September to August. Mm-hmm. So when you got a song that uh, album comes out in November. And you cut off in September, like you're you're too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just too close at that point. And you got group that with the previous years. Exactly. Albums. Exactly. Yeah. So it so it is what it is. But Tyler the Creator, Igor, and I I really appreciate um what that he comment. said. Shout out Javon, that's my big bro. Okay. Uh so J the Rock dot ninety said, What do you think it will take for hip hop in general? To get the type of respect and recognition it truly deserves. Um, we talked about it earlier. We did. Um, all I'm going to say about that is that it's going to take us. 
honestly. Um, it's going to take the culture, our, our people, and it's going to take the the um, the the gatekeepers, honestly, to mm-hmm. make that decision as well, too. Like, you can already see the alliance formed, right, with this Grammy brunch day that they got going yeah. on. Um, the people there are the people it's going to take. It's going to yeah. take Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Diddy. Beyonce, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Diddy, and then whoever else decides to follow a line that, yeah. you know what I mean, uh, with Kevin Hart, 21, Meek Mill, J. Cole, you know, Kendrick, Alicia Keys, Swiss Beat, they're all associated there. So if all of those people, which they are, on the same, you know, um, mindset on what they want, and they say, okay, all right, the Grammys, we gave them a chance. We tried to integrate, and they are not willing to cooperate. So what we're going to do is change things up. Once they make that decision, the people will follow, honestly, at that point. I, I think that those people right there are well-respected enough yeah. that the rest of the culture will follow their lead. Because yeah. what it's going to do is going to be them, then Drake, and then this new generation of artists yeah. that's going to mm-hmm. follow in line. And when this new generation of artists follow, that's when yeah. most of the culture, the fans, Facts. are going to follow. Right? Look at Migos. Look at Offset and Carby, Cardi yeah. there. You know what I mean? 21 is there. You know what I mean? You still got a lot of these people who are young and also still respect the OGs, and they know where they want the culture to go as well, too. So, right. yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, Real quick, um, let's look at this Rolling Loud lineup real quick. Uh-huh. You pull that up for us? Yes, sir. Um, so, Rolling Loud has been playing games. I'm just going to start off. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> me and Chad have been going to Rolling Loud. We started going on the third Rolling Loud in Miami. Like three years straight. Yeah, we've been every year for the past three years. And um, definitely enjoyed ourselves. I feel like Miami is like my second home now. I love Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I've kind of felt that this year is going to be lacking. And I'm looking at other festivals. When Day in Vegas came out with the lineup, I was like, oh, they're about to change the whole game up. Mm-hmm. And now you got Pharrell's uh, Joe, Something in the Water, which mm-hmm. is in Virginia Beach. Yeah, you got Broccoli City right here in our backyard um, in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landover, what up? Um, my personal opinion, if you're in the DMV... I'm going to something in the water, and I'm going to Broccoli City Hell over yeah. going to Rolling Loud. Hell yeah. Because you're going to get all the artists that you want to mm. hear and the guest appearance and stuff like that out of those two concerts at a lower price than you are flying to Miami yeah. and dealing with the whole Rolling Loud hoopla. I've been to Rolling Loud three times, and honestly, it's, it's slowing down each year. That first year of Rolling Loud was so incredible. Yeah. I, Ain't I nothing beating the first one. Yeah, because <laughs> first of all, the venue... The venue change, you know what yeah. I mean? The having it from, having at the Miami Gardens, you know, that the NFL parking lot is cool, but that Bayside Park that we had it at the, the first year, that was special, man. That was, niggas was climbing the walls. Like, <laughs> Let me say something. I'm, I'm satisfied. I might, this might sound a little selfish, but when this, when this uh, flyer dropped with the lineup, I was like, man. We are experienced the best shit. <laughs> you did. Honestly. Like, if you think about it, the first the first year we went, this is the same headline. So yeah. Kendra Lamar was above ASAP Rocky. Yep. But we had Travis Scott and Post Malone as the headliners. And then the people under it, we already so seen Post all Post Malone wasn't even the headliner then. 
I thought he was the first no. year. Who was ahead of him? Ahead of him. Oh, uh, Migos. Travis Scott. It was Travis Scott. No, Migos was supposed to perform at the same time. Uh, and then after Migos was supposed to be Travis Scott. Travis Scott closed out that night. Gotcha. Travis Scott closed out one night. Kendrick closed Lamar. out. Who was, Who was the, the first th- night? It was Wayne and ASAP. I guess it was ASAP. It was Ray- it was Wayne and ASAP. So Post Malone is the one. He would have been right here. Yeah. Um, real quick, let's run through this lineup really quickly. Um, Friday, they got ASAP Rocky headlining with 21 Savage, Playboy Cardi, Trippy Red, The Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Rick Ross, Lil Tecca, Suicide Boys. All right, that's Waves, good. You don't got to read all that, bro. <laughs> Plies, K-Cam, I'm going to just name the people who matter. That's it. Um, <laughs> Saturday. Hey, y'all Cyrus, man. <laughs> Saturday. Headliner is Travis Scott. Then you got Young Thug, Lil yeah, Baby, I seen him live, Big Sean, yeah. Gunna, Sway Lee, Lil Pump, ASAP Ferg, Fire. Shout out Nav, you disrespectful. I was just about to say yeah, that. Nav is my nigga. Check West, Blueface. Oh, Wale. Why is Wale so low on that what list? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm surprised Wale's not rolling loud. Facts, so. That's 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 big. That's actually his huge. That's big. He. He's supposed to be. Man, they got blue though. face over Wallace. Bro, T Pain is going rolling loud. <laughs> oh wow! Don Don Tell Oliver, Pop Smoke, Chief Keith, T Pain right here, Moneybag Yo, Fetty Wap, Lil Keen, Rico Nasty, Soldier Boy, G Herbo, Davies. This is still Saturday, y'all. Okay, so the follow-ups are pretty good. The followers are pretty After decent. that, it's, it's pretty much... Uh, yeah, they lost me after. Yeah. I can't see past Davies. No, Quando Rondo right there. Yeah. But I mean DMV, so... Yeah. Just because I'm a DMV nigga, Quando Rondo, but if I wasn't that Davies, I'm stopping there. Um. Then Sunday, we have Post Malone, the Little goat. Uzi Vert, Roddy Rich, Tyga, YG, Gucci Mane. Roddy Man, Rich, I've been excited to see that. Lil yeah. Yachty, he's coming to Broccoli, though. Lil Yachty, Ski Master, Some God, <laughs> City Girls, Lil TJ, Polo G, Lil Sky, Juicy J, Young yeah. Dolph, Doja Cat. Oh, I would have loved to see Doja Cat. Young she and May. so bad in person. Smoke. Her. Yeah, she's just underrated, too. Yeah. That album was good. That yeah. album was good. It was. I mean, okay. I mean, it's a decent It's lineup, decent. But you got to dig into it just to find the, the decent. Like, we were shocked by a couple of people. Right. We were. You know, can Maybe. I, can I get into this real quick? Go ahead, bro. So, you know, I love branding. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Rolling Loud, they're starting to... They came to they stop. What well, I don't want to say stop. They came to they mark to the where they're running out of ideas. And when you when you mentioned uh, what was that festival you was talking about, Day of Vegas mm-hmm. or some shit? They're reinventing themselves. They're because I feel like with that festival, it was totally different. Mm-hmm. But they're bringing better artists. They're pretty hip to the culture. I feel like Rolling Loud. You know, they're not reinventing themselves. That's why you got the same people in this lineup. Getting complacent. They're getting complacent. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. So, yeah, man. Um, I appreciate Rolling Loud. I mean, I had some great memories there. I'm still rooting for them. But y'all got to reinvent y'all. So y'all got to come up with something new. Um, 
it's gonna get old really, 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 really fast. Like stuff, especially in this day and age, like stuff gets old fast. Facts. And I don't see this selling out like it usually does. Yeah, I mean, cause you gotta think when when we were going to roll out, the tickets Sold came out. out in November. Quick. We're in January, leaning into February right now, and they just threw the lineup at us. And yeah. matter of fact, they wanted us to buy these tickets before they gave us the lineup. Like, nah, bro, you can't do that no more. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Is- Earn my money. Yeah, you got to earn my money now, bro, because you got competition out here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got you got Pharrell with something in the water. You got Day in Vegas. You got Broccoli City. You know I don't what think mean? they took that into Can't account follow, when no. they did this one, though. Probably not. We'll have to see what they do next year. But, you know, you got to think about I think what really messed up this lineup is obviously the headliner. The headliners are not that appealing just because yeah. we know Travis Scott's headlining every year. But Rocky came them. out with no new music and two, three years. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And his, his A$AP Rocky, that's one of my favorite artists, but his last album didn't really do too well. So, yeah. they're not... <laughs> I mean, I think, I think A$AP got a new album coming out. But I think the white people are going to come for Post Malone. They love some Post Malone. Post, Post Malone oh, yeah, I'd be there for Sunday. Yeah, Post Malone's a hell of a performance. Saturday looking, Saturday's the litest day. Yeah. Saturday is lit. Cause you got Literally, Travis. Wale and T-Pain alone will make me go to Saturdays. Right, Wale, T-Pain, Young Thug, Big Sean. Big Sean coming out with an album, too. I'm, Dang, Big Sean to... never been in Rolling Loud. That's a, crazy. Yeah, that's another, wow. that's another sneaker, too. You gonna bring out Janae? And Rico um, Nasty. Right. Shout out Rico Nasty. <laughs> yeah, shout out Rico Nasty. Um, Saturday is the DMV for real. <laughs> yeah, a lot of. Quando Rondo, Wale, Rico Nasty. That's lit. When we seen her at the Rolling Loud, she killed that shit. Yeah, we did bro. see her rolling out already. Yeah. She had them kids ranging. <laughs> for real. Um, this, this is a decent lineup, but like I said, I, I think I know where I'm going this year. I think I might. I, like I said, I was satisfied because I already knew I wasn't gonna go this year. Yeah, what's what date is this? May eighth to the tenth. Ooh, because remember yeah, we had a pretty good last time. year, but remember I was like, bro, this is definitely it. Just because I don't want to put my age out there, but I felt really tired after that. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was a maze, bro. Do you know how many times we got stuck? We, we like, actually end up seeing Juice World. In in the parking lot. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, crazy. We yeah, we seen Juice World in the parking lot. That man had was driving a a fucking tank. Yeah, <laughs> but, Miss America though, she said Broccoli Fest. That's probably gonna be the dopest one. Broccoli Fest, Broccoli Fest and something in the water. Something in the something water. Something in the water is definitely better. This year. Do, those two, I think I'm gonna be happy with just doing those two right back to back. I and they're right what, here at home. They're right here at home. So like right. you know, what I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. I don't gotta. Buying a hotel on, on, you know what I mean? Broccoli City is just is one day with a bunch of fire-ass artists. Mm-hmm. I get to see the baby, Roddy Rich, Megan Thee Stallion, all of them. So I'm happy with that lineup. Um, and something in the water. Pharrell, obviously, Pharrell is well-respected, obviously, in the game. He's right. going to bring not only the people that he shows on his lineup, but the other people that's going to come and support, too, is what's going right. to make that festival yeah. that much more special. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think that's it, man. Yeah, man. Got to wrap this up. Um, all right, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode of Top Hill, episode eighteen. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Quality Touch Studios, Will Bowser, Antonio Wayside, Carmen the Stallion. Um, shout out to uh, Anchor. Uh, who else? Um, shout out to you guys for watching and listening, man. I really appreciate you guys. And 
Austin Tolls. Hey, Austin, thank you so much, brother. Much thank you for man. coming, man. Really appreciate it, man. And we February look forward. February 14th. I'm, I'm coming back February 17th. Yeah. If I'm not invited, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Come on, man. I'm going to show up. Uh, You're you part of the Top Hill family now, man. Right. So uh, you just hit us up and we'll make it happen. Um, Definitely. Uh, Austin, thank you so much for coming. Make sure you guys check out his singles right now, Sour. And um, hello there, hello, hello there, there. Oh. and then uh, his new project coming out on Valentine's Day. Yes, Fe- sir. With Fe- love, February fourteenth. With love. So, all right, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode. Top Hill, we out. Peace. Peace. Man, thank you for coming. Hey, yo, I appreciate y'all having that's, the kid through. That was a good pod. Yeah, but I have the conversation. Yeah.